0: You're listening to It's Getting Better, a podcast about mental health, hope, and overcoming challenges. While this podcast is not intended to replace medical advice or professional help, we hope that the stories and experiences shared by young people can help you on your journey of getting better. This is your host, Kate, and today I am so excited that Bailey's here. So Bailey, will you just jump right in, introduce yourself, and tell us a little bit about why
1: you're here? Hi, I'm Bailey. Um, I'm here because I kind of want to talk about um, my journey with therapy. So I just started this year um, actually going to therapy uh, once every week, and it's something that has really benefited me. I deal with a lot of anxiety and depression, and I kind of was the type of person that um, didn't feel like I had deserve these types of feelings. I had such a great life. I didn't know I was feeling this way. So I didn't really like want to go to therapy and like figured out I was comfortable with being how I was. Um, But then COVID happened and the isolation really just kind of pushed me to a breaking point. And I started, I talked to my parents about, hey, like, what can we do? Any like ideas? And the thought of therapy was getting bounced around, but there was never a set plan Um, until this summer. I was um, camping with um, a group I was a part of. Um, just It was kind of like a last thing of summer break, kind of just relaxing. And on the last night we were there, a, um, what could only be described as a gunshot went off in our campsite. And um, this camp, I was with other police officers and other police explorers. Um, and all the officers went to go clear the camp. And I was left to gather the explorers and make sure they got to a safe Area that we were all safe because we didn't know what was happening, and in that moment it was complete panic. I didn't know what to do, um, but it ended up being resolved. Figure everything out, but I just remember on the car ride home, I told my um, father that I was like, I need to get into therapy now because this is something that is greatly affecting me. And I saw it took a little bit for me to get into therapy because we had to find somebody that would work. And I saw in those uh, weeks before that I know had. Uh, some PTSD a uh, card backfire or the ice machine at my work would go off and I would just go into a state of panic and then it got worse with the anxiety and the depression and all that stuff so I finally got into therapy and I found a therapist that just clicked we both liked the same things um, and kind of all that stuff and he was able to figure out what was going what was wrong with me not wrong in like a sense of like something is like wrong about me but what I can do to like help what I was feeling and we came to the conclusion that I have. So like anxiety and depression, I also form a uh, PTS um, and we decided that I ended up having um, a small amount of survivor's guilt and anger issues. And they all kind of culminated into one thing that he decided that I, to branch it all together because I didn't like having so many different things describing me. I said, let's just put it into one thing. He said, okay, we're going to label this as control issues because that's where everything is stemming from. And after you told me about all that stuff, I was able to see in my life, like, oh, I really, I really do. Some of these things need to change because we do like little things here and there. And I would try them in like in social situations and being able to like let go. And I was like, I am such a more happier person. Like this is so much better. Um, but I was also kind of like, oh, I don't want to really, like tell people I'm going to therapy because like there's like a lot of things that are like not right in my brain right now. And I was kind of like. Not I was kinda of, I was ashamed of it to be honest that I had to go through this because there was people who had it so much worse and to me they seemed fine. But one thing my therapist told me is was that we all wear masks and you're only seeing what they want you to see. And I was doing that for so long that he's like, You came in here and I thought I knew you, who the real you was, but now I'm seeing that somebody completely different because you're letting your walls down and you're letting Um, my ideas help you in kind of figuring out what you need to benefit from this. So I've been going once a week since September. And um, just yesterday, we decided that I'm finally able to move on to going once every two weeks um, because he said my growth was really amazing. And I'm able to figure out um, what triggers me for my, you know, PTSD and my anxiety attacks because I still have some pretty pretty severe ones, pretty big ones that will definitely knock me out afterwards. And I'm like... Okay, that's kind of scary sometimes. Um, But yeah, he's very, just been supportive and my whole family's been supportive about this too. My sister's going into therapy, so is my dad. And I just kind of, it's nice to see um, the changes from when I wasn't going to therapy to when I was going to therapy.
0: Well, first of all, like I'm, I'm so happy that you're like getting the help that you need and all of that. Like that's such a good feeling, especially after having... First of all, like, I mean, having that traumatic experience last summer, like that is completely like life altering, I can imagine. But it sounds like even before that, you were struggling with anxiety and depression and figuring out how those things were connected and having help with that. It sounds like it gave you the opportunity to have like a more fulfilling life, which has got to be a relief and it's got to be exciting. I'd love to hear more about the tools that you and your therapist have come up with that have helped you like let go in situations and you talked about yeah like when you're when you're in social situations responding to that like those feelings of like needing control and
1: all of that I'd love to hear more about that I actually these ways are like were so interesting to me when I first like when you told me about them I my first thought was like these are actually gonna work mm-hmm. so a lot of my stuff in social situations I um, will start to have the feeling of like anxiety and panic because I'm not in control And one of the things he told me to do, I he gave me three coping mechanisms and they each have a different stage. So the first one is box breathing. So in for four counts, hold four counts, out four, hold four and repeat. And he wants me to use those when I start to feel a little nervous and like, oh, things are not quite in my control, but I'm not full panic yet. And then when I get to that kind of, my panic attacks manifest as me, like uncontrollable shaking and not being able to breathe. It's kind of how they manifest. So when I start to get like the shakes in my breath comes a little bit quicker, but I'm not full on like in that panic attack yet. He wants me, it's, he calls it colors. So I pick any color, um, like in this room I'll pick gray. And so I say like everything I see that's gray. So like, you know, the gray walls, um, wolves are gray. Anything that has to do with the color gray, just cause now my mind's thinking about that. And I can either verbalize it like out loud or just in my head. And it gives me something to focus on and not the panic and control that I'm not feeling. And then when I get into my full blown panic attack, everything is going wrong and I just can't get out of it. It's something that is used for people with PTS, but it also works for me. It's the five senses. So I'll name five things I can see, four things I can touch, three things I can smell, like stuff like that, just to ground me back in there. Because once I'm in my full panic attacks, I usually don't know where I am and I'm just in that state of freaking out. So to be able to like, ground myself and then I'll just go back down the list I'll get myself grounded know where I am and then I'll do the colors then once I've done anything with that I'll go back to um, my breathing and I had a uh, pretty severe one the night of winters and I followed that um, that succession that kind of tools that he gave me and I was able to get out of it quickly because it was kind of a pull-on when it did last like 30 minutes but I was able to get out of that quickly and be able to like enjoy the rest of my night because I had was able to like get centered with myself and also the thing with control is I left this dance studio and it um, was a very he told me that it was a very toxic environment after I when I was talking to him about it and it um, hit me hard this year because I'm a senior and kind of all that stuff that would happen my senior year at dance and he's like I want you to go into your room put on one of the songs from like the Nutcracker, do the dance and then just let it go. You're closing, he wanted, he's like, it's the epilogue of your book. You're closing that chapter. So you're not thinking about it as much anymore. And you know, then you're able to do other things. And he gave me that idea for other things too, like stuff with like school, like just sit in your room, listen to music, think about it, and then just close the book. It's not gonna help you anymore to like, uh, keep on those thoughts. Um, so those are kind of the twists giving me. Um, so far to like kind of deal with the stuff I have been struggling with, and then with the anger issues, all that stuff, it took me I were talking about it, and he was like, "I was comparing myself to this fictional character, and I was like, "Oh, I have everything, I'm like him, but I don't have the anger issues, and he's like, anger doesn't always mean you're violent and aggressive, and I was like, "Oh no, stop talking, I don't want to I don't <laughs> want another problem." <laughs> like, no, 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 um, and so um, when I start to feel that like the anger issues, um, he uh, recommended that I go when I write because that's something I'm very, I, I enjoy doing. So he just wants me to like write down everything I feel and then either keep it or throw it away. And if it's something that I think I should like look back on and figure out if there's like, a deeper issue, keep it. But if it's something just like it was a hard day and this customer pissed me off and I'm just really angry right now, then throw it away because it's not something that I need to carry with me. So that's kind of the things that he's given me so far.
0: I I love all of those. They're uh it, it sounds like it's an interesting balance between like finding ways to respond to a lack of control, but like things like breathing and colours also give you a sense of control within yourself and like over your own feelings of panic or whatever. So I, I really like that. The relationship between those two ideas I think is really, really cool and interesting. And I'm so glad that like your therapist has been able to identify things that matter to you and that are um that are ways that you release like music and like writing because like I, I know that you're like such a poet and you write a ton and like the fact that that's a part of your healing I think is is really cool I it like it touches my heart because there's so many things for me that are just like that like I don't know I think finding those things and that you know they don't always have to be new things it can be things that are already mm-hmm. important to you and how you can incorporate them into your journey I think is really beautiful I don't know I would like to hear more about just kind of like how your perspective has changed from these experiences and from, you know, from therapy and from uh, your experience last summer and maybe just what you've learned about yourself or about the world.
1: So, yeah, I definitely, um, I'm definitely very grateful that I, gotten to therapy my senior year because everything is changing and with the control issues, change scares me mm-hmm. and so I wanted to be able to go into my senior year and go off to college because I've been accepted to SUU so I will Congrats. be leaving down to Cedar City and like, being my own person and not having like, my family around I wanted to make sure that I had you know tools to help me with this and be able to identify what my problem was yeah. um, and um, it's definitely... You know, I've always known that there is, um, you know, that I had these types of issues and feelings starting back during dance. And I never was able to give a word to it. I thought, like, oh, I'm just like, you know, like really sad. But I never thought that I'd have like anxiety or depression. But then, you know, my sister w- went to therapy her senior year as well, because she was dealing with some of the same things. And I didn't think she was weak for it, but I looked at myself and I was like, if I do that, then I'm weak. And it's kind of like this balance between like, you know, wanting to get the help I knew I'd like deserved. Thanks to the therapist for letting me be able to say those words. And then uh, not wanting to seem weak. And, you know, we'd talk and my sister, I'd say things and my sister would be like, you should really think about going to therapy. And it was always in the back of my mind. And I was like, you know, like I can do it. I don't have to tell anybody about it. And then the experience happened on in summer, and I knew that there were other people with me, and I needed to let them know that it was okay to talk to people. So that was kind of my push to like get into therapy and be okay telling people that I was in therapy because I knew they were all like me and didn't like want to be the tough type. And I was like, no, it's not worth it when um, so much has changed since I went to therapy. I am a happier person. I am able to form more connections because the first thing i was taught going to therapy is about vulnerability and, you know, giving up, giving up that control. And I was like, bro, you know, you know, this is hard for me. And, you know, because of that, I, through school, like asking people to dances, forming new friendships, I was being vulnerable. I got rejected a couple of times, But through therapy, I was able to be like, it's not something that's wrong with me. I am doing all that I can do. It's a two-way street. And I've just been able to, like, you know, form better relationships and be able to, you know, be happy with who I am. And there are some really bad days. Um, My therapist likes to tell me that healing is not linear. You know, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have, like, really good days. And I was always the type of person that was waiting for that other shoe to drop. And, you know, that happened recently. And he's like, just enjoy enjoy life because yeah you're gonna have bad days they might not be extreme but you're still gonna have bad days and good days and without either you'll never like really experience life Mm -hmm. and so I've been able to like take that and just you know I still struggle but I'm still able to like be that better version of myself that is getting better each time I like go to therapy I love that and I do think when I started therapy I was like
0: it was exactly like you it was like I've been such an advocate for therapy but I also like I felt so dumb going to therapy myself so it's like I, I don't know and I and I do think our generation is getting better about therapy and medication and mental health in general just being like a normal thing but we still have a long way to go yeah. <laughs> I think um, and, and speaking of which I think that in our generation mental health is a big deal and you know the young people right now us and you know our, our the people at our high school and all that like mental health is a big deal and there's a lot of people struggling. Um I'd love to hear just your thoughts about like why do you think that
1: is? Like is mental health getting worse? And you know, what do we do about it? I don't think it's getting worse. I think it's finally we're seeing it because for like so many like generations before us mental health was like taboo. Um I remember my my dad just started was this this couple of years reason that he needs to also like some get some help. Um and it was such cuz his generation was such a, you know, we don't talk about it. It's fine whenever. But now we're starting to actually see a lot of people with mental health problems not hiding it. I don't think it's getting worse. I think it's just more being shown now. We're not as afraid to talk about it as we were before. And that's a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because now we're finally like getting like the help we need and people are being able to like share their experiences. But also bad in the sense that now, since so many people are showing it, it's almost becoming kind of like a trend to have mental health issues. And for some people, yeah, they do like really have those issues, but other people they are just like, oh, I just want to like fit in now. And it's very much, you know, I was kind of, the same thing back with dance when I first started to this, that the friend, people I was friends with had these issues. And I was like, oh, if I say have that, then they'll just think I'm following a trend. So I was like, oh, maybe I don't actually want to have anxiety and depression. So I can just like turn it off. Well, you can't just turn it off. It's going to be a part of you. Um, But I think it is very important that we are seeing, you know, more people with coming forward about their mental health and kind of the stuff they're doing with because it makes, you know, other people feel okay with having those issues. They're not feeling like they're the only ones. And I think that's very important because mental health issues will try to isolate you. And that's how they that's how they get you alone and make you feel like nobody understands what you're going through. Um, My therapist likes to say you're one of one. But people also have experienced something like yours. So you're not alone in what you're thinking. And that really was something that helped me was doing like nobody has my experience, but they have something similar that we can talk about and share and bond over.
0: Yeah, I do think that a lot of it is just like we're we're seeing people talk about it and it's less taboo. And and I think in, in most ways, that's a wonderful thing mm-hmm. because it allows you to find people who can see you like you know like really see you and see past the things you're struggling with and all of that and I imagine that you having been through these experiences especially with your explorer group um, you can be a resource for the other people that were there because like you you can feel and you can see them and what they're going through do you have advice for other people who have been through stuff that's similar to yours like what would you say to someone in your explorer group or you know your younger self or or something like that. What advice would you give? So
1: this is like really interesting because I love quotes, quotes from books, movies, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I just started watching this like D and D YouTube channel, and <laughs> they have given some very like life-altering quotes. And one that I really loved and that really hit me was um, the quote is "Life needs things to live. Life needs." people to live it needs plants to live it needs you to live so no matter how dark things may seem life needs you and then the the part after that is you will be the answer to somebody's prayer one day somebody will ask and you will be the answer to whatever the question they are so you need to be there to experience things and that was something that I wish I would have found sooner in life Um, But it's very helped me realize that like, you know, no matter how how dark things get, you know There's always something that I might I might miss and I love helping people so the idea that like I'm not gonna help somebody one day. is like No, I need to and another one was be the chaos you want to see in the world and I'm like Yeah, interesting, (laughs) but it's kind of yeah Like when my therapist said you're one of one you bring something to the table that nobody else can And I would definitely tell that to my younger self because my younger self definitely tried to change who she was to fit in. And, you know, there's nobody else like me. And, you know, everybody is different and they bring so many things to the table. Uh, People, smart people, you know, artistic people, people who are empathetic, people who can just be in control at all times and think clearly, they all bring something to the table that we all need and we all can like take from.